Welcome to Empowerment of Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors. We're so glad that you all are joining us for this word we hope will be super impactful to your lives. We want everything that we we're teaching on today to be something that you can take and grow from, something that you can take and hopefully use in your personal study time to get more illumination on. Uh, because here at Empowerment of Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors, we're all about being students, all about being scholars, because we know that's what Yeshua had. He took 12 scholars and he was able to multiply the kingdom message. Uh, and I'm Elder Derek, by the way, and this is my lovely wife. Uh, Elder Zori. <laughs> all right. And you get into the topic. Okay. So like we said, well, we didn't say it, but today we will be teaching on redis the rediscovery of the kingdom family. And just looking at today's times and just so many, there's so many ideas and misconceptions and uh, things just to, that are just surrounding the family that have nothing to do with the father's original design. And so that's what we're going to get into today. So um, a few questions that we will, I'm sorry, did you want to say anything? Yeah, I go, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. So uh, we're gonna take our time, and with rediscovering the family, the reason we have rediscovery is because we know nothing's been discovered. The father has already defined a lot of things, and that's what you're gonna see today in our teaching is that a lot of things have already been defined by the father in his words and the things that you know he said. Uh, we know that his spoken word, those were uh, commands. His written word, those were decrees. So when <laughs> we're looking at his word. These are things that we have to take note of. And what we're trying to do as kingdom citizens, those who are uh, living as born again believers on this earth, we're trying to imitate that culture, uh, imitate the, uh, the glory of um, what you know Yeshua showed us. So we're trying to be like Yeshua in the earth. And with uh, doing that, we are looking at his, defi his defined terms, his defined uh, actions, his defined thought when it comes to uh, living as uh, kingdom citizens or born again believers in the earth. Because when we take something and we try to make it fit our agenda, then we're no different than the old serpent. We're no different than Satan, you know, because he took it and he wanted to make it his own. He wanted to make it what he thought you know, would be best or anything, you know, he desired, you know, so that's what really can define evil uh, motives is just straying away from the father, straying away from his plan. So again, when we're talking about rediscovery, we're focusing on uh, what we found in scripture, according to the father's precepts concerning family. And that's what we're dealing with. And that's what uh, Elder Tory was going to bring up with just some points about uh, a lot of common questions that people have today because we have so many influencers when it comes to media when it comes to music when it comes to you know everything that's out there is all trying to captivate the minds of people and give them different ideas of how it should be because you'll see people post questions I, I know you've seen it just posting questions about you know was I wrong for this was he wrong for that you know, just, <laughs> just asking different things because nobody knows. There's no structure. There's no, um, there's no way, no, uh, what should I say? No moral or, or code of ethics for how, you know, a family should be structured. A family should be handled. What's according going on? The world. <laughs> yeah. Let me clarify. Yeah. As the auditory said, according to the world, you know, there is no uh, moral, there is no moral or ethics. I mean, what really defines it, again, we talked about it's the culture of this world. That's what defines it. And so when people are looking for these answers, what they're looking for, what sounds good, what makes me feel good, you know, this makes sense. But, you know, then you're dealing with that logical reasoning. You're dealing with that idea of what makes sense when you're being cultivated by the culture of this world or for our, um, what should I say, for uh, us, um, what makes sense living in America because <laughs> you know it's all about american culture you know when you go to another country just by the way you talk walk or dress somebody could say you're an american um so <laughs> we don't want to be defined by this culture in uh this country we want to be defined by the culture that place of heaven and by doing so uh it starts in our thinking you know it, it starts in our um being you know who we are in our living you know it, it's not about the father's not looking at um what you say if you can get up and, and sing a good song if you can get up 
and uh, you know harm to to a tomb if you can create this you, you know because we're so focused on uh, these things that people can create for themselves you know when it comes to being artists when it comes to just having this great creativity you know these skills that people have you know gifts are given uh with our approach so people can have gifts but it doesn't mean that you know the father did gave it to them that doesn't mean that when the father did give it to him but because he, he designed them that way but what they're using it for may not be the father's plan they could be using it for their own use you know they could be doing all this and then start a cult and say, come with, you know, come and do me. Everybody drink the Kool-Aid and, and pass out. So it, <laughs> I'm saying all this because, you know, if, we, if you even look at Samson, Samson, his strength impressed men. All right. And it was Joseph's character that impressed the father. So we want to impress the father. We want to please the father. And by doing that, I mean, the, the way to do that is getting back to his uh precepts his uh what it is that the father is concerned about on earth what is it that he's designed what is it that he's put in place so that we can live successful lives according to the kingdom mandate all right so i know you were going to bring up those questions all right so all that to say that you know uh as you were talking about uh the precepts and uh, mm -hmm. pleasing the father and as our as individuals we have to change the way we think but the way we think will affect our family Right. And so that's what some of the topics that some of the questions that we will um, talk about today. One of the first one is what is family? Like we were saying, there was so and stop me anytime you want to. But there are so many in so many ideas about family, you know, uh, when I'm watching shows with my daughter, every time I hear them say, OK, well, families look different. I'm like, oh, you know, what are they going to show? Because there's con there's just constant redefinition. The world, the world is constantly redefining family and the father you know the word says i'm yahava i change not so what he said is set okay another question that we'll hear is what is the purpose of family you know many times people say that they want to have family because they want to have a baby or you know children to make them happy or you know they want a legacy well that legacy that you're trying to leave is that is that lining up with with the father's original purpose of family right. No, okay, okay. <laughs> um, how was the family started? Um, why did Elohim deal with Adam and not Eve? And are the roles of a man and woman important? Okay. All right. And so as my wife was saying, like I said, we're trying to take our time. So with the purpose of, the, I mean, all these questions that are here, uh, you have to, ha I won't even say you have to ask these questions, but you have to understand the answers to them. Because if you understand the answers to these questions, then you understand what, it, you know, what the father wanted for man in the earth, you know, uh, because we're bringing up this term family and, you know, the term family has already been uh, it, or is being defined or defined by the world. You know, it, it's actually a word in the English language. So this this word family or this I should say this concept of family came from somewhere. So where, where did it come from? You know, we're, we're not here to just. Um, you know, somebody didn't just come out and say, well, a dog, a cat, and, you know, a bird that makes a family, you know, so <laughs> this concept had to come from somewhere. And, you know, when we have these concepts that are really shaping the way that we live, they're very important to our lives. And we can't take them lightly, because one thing that we really have to focus on as born again believers is what are we using in our lives in order to be used by the father all right so uh what i'm saying is is that if i'm living in total rebellion of his uh design for this this concept of a family then what i've done is i rebelled against his uh his concepts or i should say i rebelled against what he first established and we know that rebellion again rebellion uh, is, is sin that's actually another word for sin is rebellion and rebellion is a sin is witchcraft all right so what we're actually doing when we're in um when we're in open rebellion we're actually practicing witchcraft all right and so that's what you know we don't want to be we don't want to be in that state because we know the father that there's no place in um the country the place of heaven for rebellious people or rebellious mindsets or rebellious attitudes okay we're supposed to have an attitude of submission and obedience and we're going to get to that as well especially when it comes 
to uh, the family. And uh, another thing I wanted to state was, uh, you know, when uh, editorial stated here, what, which one was it? Uh, why did Elohim deal with Adam and not uh, Hava? Uh, or, you know, when she fell, she became Hava. So before that, she was Masa Nia. So why did Elohim deal with him? And, and a lot of times we're seeing today, um, we see a lot of uh, equality, gender equality. That, that's what it's all about. It's all about uh, the man doing what the woman is doing and the woman doing what the man is doing. You know, everybody's just the same. Well, obviously, we're not the same because we're built different. And, you know, there have been uh, there has been a recent uh, controversy in sports because, you know, this there's been a transgender who's won in a, uh, I think it's an Olympic, Olympic event. I know it was a swimming. Uh, OK, I know it was dealing with swimming. But the thing about it is that uh, people are up in arms because this person was originally a man and men are designed if you look at them the way that they're designed men have testosterone which gives them you know the ability to have more incorrect me if i'm wrong <laughs> but it gives them the ability to have more muscle mass right and men are uh usually naturally tall okay because i mean you can look at you know sports you know you have women play basketball men play basketball but women have a smaller basketball. I think it's an inch smaller in circumference. And, you know, men have a, a bigger basketball because their hands are bigger. You know, uh, you actually have more men who are able to dunk because they're of their athletic ability. Okay, so it's really looking at it. I mean, I know people want to push for gender, in, gender, gender equality because there have been instances of gender inequality. I understand that in the workplace. But when people try to take that and use it in so many other places, um, you know, in sports and, um, you know, dealing with families, what we're talking about now, you know, uh, a lot of it can be seen as rebellion against the father's original plan. And I know some people are looking for, well, when did he say that? Or when did he say this? Well, the thing is, if I tell my daughter, I, I tell, uh, I say, you know, hey, um, I call a little lady sometimes, little lady, can you go uh, pick that up for me? And she tells me, um, no, I don't feel like it. Well, I never, <laughs> I never directly stated, and she'll probably hop up before I will, <laughs> but I never directly stated that, uh, you know, you, you can't say, um, not to say, you know, I don't feel like it. I never directly said that. All I asked her was to do it. If she tells me that, then that's going in rebellion against what I told her to do, okay? I ne why, why is it that I have to directly state everything? What I'm saying goes against the thought that I was telling her to do. Her attitude of uh, submission to the words that I'm giving her to go do something is in total rebellion. It's in total opposition of what I'm saying and my position as a father, okay? So she's totally out of order, or as a lot of people say today, out of pocket. I know y'all like using that term. <laughs> All right. So going forward, um, we don't want to uh, continuously just, you know, stay on this because we could stay on it all day. So with that being said, we have to look at some common uh, attacks on the family. Okay. And so uh, common attacks on the family. One thing is that he talked a lot about ideas and just attitudes is this concept of humanism. And so humanism wears actually a lot of different hats. But as we talk about family, some of those approaches of humanism of humanism are just the cultural and social and social norms. You know, we have the alphabet community. We now have these poly families or these thruple families. And even, um, you know, they are starting to use robotics to create families. And so we bring those up because even if you just, how he mentioned about the attitude about, um, you know, if our daughter was like, I don't feel like it, you know, is there anywhere in scripture that says, okay, well, hold on, let me, let me stop. Let me rephrase that. Um, so there may not be anywhere in scripture that, that just straight out says, okay, three men don't need to be raising a family. Okay. But the thing is, is that we go back to the concept. We know that the concept of a family is a man and a woman, you know, even in our natural design will tell us that a man and a woman, they come together, they, you know, they, um, they reproduce and they have a family. Three men, y'all can do whatever y'all want to do, but you're not going to produce another baby. Y'all going to produce a, a bunch of rebellion and, and, and junk just to, 
say that nicely. Um, did you want to add anything on that? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then also how we talk and just really and the reason why we're just pushing the I don't want to say a pushing but addressing the alphabet community because there's so much force, there's so much push coming from that community to redefine family. You know, one week they're saying a family can be two moms and two dads, and then next week you got a dog cat. They, they, that's the mom and the dad and we're just supposed to be okay with that you know um so really just going back and under and 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 we have to understand the importance of family and what family was designed to do to understand why this is even attack on family when it's entertainment that's Hold on, let me hit this okay I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> go ahead go ahead, go ahead. i know you're Take passionate it. about it um and the thing about it is that when it comes to uh, the culture and social, social norms, people will get offended because they will be a part of this different community. They will be uh, practicing practicing being poly um, or, you know, using these new innovative ro- robotic tactics to basically breed children. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, some people may not see anything wrong with it. And so we're not here to try, because people think you're trying to control their lives. They think you're trying to control them. Being uh, ambassadors, representing the kingdom, the father doesn't want to control us. He gave us free will. Now, the thing is, is that we can use the will that we have to live a life that's pleasing to him, or we can use uh, uh, our wills to live a life of total rebellion. Now, with doing so, uh, we have a choice. And what Yeshua showed us, even even when he was uh, giving the apostles uh, the prayer, when, when you know, it was apostles' prayer, he said in there that it's not my will, but your will, your will be done on earth. That's what he was saying to the father. I want your will to be done in me. I want to go out and make uh, the earth just like heaven by using light, knowledge of the kingdom and the laws that you provided so that I can live an overcoming life in this earth. And, and, and that's what Yeshua did. So when we're stating these things, these different concepts of the world and of, of different cultures of the world, we're not atta- we're not attacking those different um, ideas. What we're doing is we're attacking. Well, we actually are attacking the ideas. Let me rephrase. <laughs> we're attacking the ideas. We're not attacking the person. Right. There you go. Yeah. So we're not attacking people. We're attacking the ideas because if any idea comes up or rises up against the father. We need to address it. And this is for this is all for born again believers or those who are, you know, may not be born again, but who may be just, you know, some folks just sitting in church. Hopefully this helps you come out of uh, these different uh, ideas of culturals, culture ideas of social norms that, you know, you've been indoctrinated by television, been indoctrinated by all these different media platforms. Hopefully this helps you come out of it because some people don't come out because you never address it. Is right, it? <laughs> right. And, and, and I just want to say just briefly, like even with the alphabet community, you know, they, they are quick to push their ideas. They are mm-hmm. quick to push, you know, their new idea of family and get people to accept it. And it's too many believers who are laying down and not saying anything because they don't want to offend anybody or they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. The alphabet community are hurting feelings like they, they I won't say they don't care, but they're pushing their agenda. They're pushing their assignment to spread these ideas and to tell people that it's okay. And like you were saying, if a believer would stand up and say something, see as believers, we were given boldness. So we, again, we attack the ideas and not the person. So yeah, just want to mention that. <laughs> no, that's really Sorry. good because, you know, they say that, I mean, you have it here and you mentioned it. And the reason is it goes under humanism is because these ideas are what people are using in this democracy, you, you know, because uh, humanism and democracy go hand in hand. <laughs> it, it's a reason that, you know, Yeshua say he hated the doctrine and deed of the Nicolaitans because what it was that he was referring to was the Greek word democrata, which is where we get democracy from, democracy from where the people rule. You know, it was Aaron who let the people do whatever they wanted. <laughs> and uh, because, you know, he did that, the people were totally out of order. The people were totally in a state that the father couldn't use him. I, he can't, the father cannot exist in rebellion. He cannot exist where there are, um, or should I say, un, that there is unclean spirits. You, you know, that, that's not the father's dwelling. What he's looking for in scripture says he's looking for a spotless or blameless generation. What he's looking for in, is really a family. He's looking for uh, a family uh, in the earth where he can get something done. 
where he can um say okay now that this has happened i can send you all um or i, I can send someone who can basically show who i am in here and this can happen through a family and we saw it through uh abraham <laughs> it happened it happened through him you, you know he told abraham he was gonna make him um a great nation, you know, and, and it was through his seed, and, and you know, because uh, Abraham was willing to lay down his son, uh, Isaac, or what people call, or who people call Isaac, uh, that gave the father the, um, basically, it gave him the, the option then to uh, bring Yeshua in earth, so that Yeshua right. could then lay down his life for us, because he had another father to do it in earth, and think about Abraham, he wasn't even born again, and I know I always make the statement that he was in the Hall of Fame of Faith, uh, but it's in, uh, e what, what's the Hebrew word for uh, Hebrews? Ibrahim, right? Mm -hmm. and, and it's in there where it talks about those who had great faith. And they weren't even born again. Right. It, they, they still had a, a dead nature. You know, they had the Holy Spirit on them or that governor on them, but they didn't have it in them. And that's what we have today. We have the Holy Spirit, the governor in us. And so when we're doing things that um, are opposing the uh, kingdom idea sometimes you know if you don't have the knowledge you just don't have that you know that illumination in that area some just don't feel right you know mm -hmm. you know it, there's no peace <laughs> that there's something in you um they're saying this can't be right and, and it's happened to uh i know it's happened to me before and then i started reading i was like oh you know i was about to do something that i had no idea it was ignorance and the thing about ignorance is that it can also be used for another word which is darkness it can be you because <laughs> that's what uh darkness is darkness is, is ignorance is ignorance of um light or knowledge of the kingdom ignorance of his laws and i know people hate that word law but laws govern um a lot of things when it comes to the king you have different laws and when it comes to a family you know there are laws that govern family or or yeah. principles which are a set of rules a lot of first rules or laws and, and the thing about these principles is that in order to have a successful family we have to apply them right okay and that's what we're trying to do everything that we're saying you know it's attacking these different ideas so that we can help those who want to live in that kingdom family who are looking for how a kingdom family should look and function give them the foundation so that they can take these ideas so that they can take you know, what we're teaching and use it for their benefit. That's the whole purpose of this teaching. That's the whole purpose of, you know, scripture in general, you know, uh, you know, we're already, uh, our spirits are already born again. Our spirits are, are regenerate. It's our souls, that, you know, that mind, that's, you know, the mind is in that soulish ring. Right. That's what we're trying to uh, basically get conformed to kingdom culture it is our minds you know scripture says you know we do have the mind of the anointing but it's through living out of our born again spirit it's not following those ideas because anything especially music it, it doesn't need permission to get in your soul right. you know you just my I, I look at my daughter she hears a, a song two three times and then she's singing it <laughs> like she can sing the whole song and i'm like is it is this penetrating that, that so you know it is um and that's the way music was designed but we have to understand that um, when we have these things that are there to retain our minds, like entertainment, which is what we're getting into next, uh, they serve a purpose. And the purpose is not to replace Elohim's precepts or thoughts of what a family is. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, as we talk about entertainment, I put Friendsgiving up here just to show that, you know, when we were coming up, Friendsgiving wasn't something that you really heard about, but now, huh? no, oh, but now through TV, social media, entertainment, there's so many ideas that are being pushed. And, and I won't even say that there's anything wrong with your friends coming together to share a meal. There's nothing wrong with that. But the thing is, is that entertainment, um, like um, these ideas are coming in and people are taking that as, you know, as what is their is their version of their scriptures is their version of and, and I don't even know if I can say it like that but 
they have allowed these ideas to come in. They like them. They agree with them. They became a part of their precept. Their precept is their conviction, and now it's a part of their belief system. And so now, even when you have a word coming forth, all of a sudden they're attacking words. They don't even. They're they're ignorant of the word that is coming forth. You know, because they love th those thoughts that they've accepted. They love. And so even as we're talking, and it relates to family, because those ideas that we accept. You know, I'm guilty. I did a Friendsgiving. Well, I participated in the Friendsgiving, but those ideas I could pass along to my children and that affects generations after us. You know, scripture says a man, let me slow down. Um, uh, what is it? Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, uh, what a man does, it affects up to three generations after him. And so it's so important that even as individuals that we are always mindful of what we're accepting and, and just even now celebrities, they have more say so or more influence over people than than church you know and and i'm not saying i'm not saying every church is wrong but there's a lot of wrong in churches as well but again just going back to uh kingdom precepts so i yeah just looking at the time so but yeah no it's fine we, you know we're not rushing we're trying to teach because we understand that every word is important so that's why again you know we want to slow down and you know it, it's really to uh help you all get an understanding of, you know, even what these points are, you know, um, so you can go back and, and really see what we mean from them and get those concepts in you, because uh, when we're teaching, we're uh, focused or locked in on how these um, ideas that, that are here, how they're uh, basically going to be either used for, you know, the benefit of the family or against the family, and here we're dealing with the attacks on the family, so a lot of these ideas, again, are against the family. All right, so the, the next one is uh, health nutrition, um, but this is actually dealing with bad eating habits. So yeah. we know that people, especially in the black community, we always, did you want to hit this one? No, I'll just add. Go okay, ahead. you add, okay. We know in the <laughs> black community that um, we always talk about generational curses. We always talk about, you know, I'm this way because, you know, my father was this way or my mother was this way or, you, you know, they had, what well, we're dealing with eating. So I'll say, you know, my mother had diabetes, so I got diabetes. My mother had high blood pressure, so I got high blood pressure. What really happened in the Black community is that what a lot of people did, they passed on bad eating habits. Right. And they start eating this stuff when they're children, and it is actually they're hurting the body. And as you get older, it starts to affect your body the same way it affected your, your parents, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, some people, I know some people get offended because I know there are people who, uh, have these, you know, someone who may get offended and say, well, I have cancer. Did I get that from my family too? You know, um, <laughs> the thing is, if you fix your thinking or fix your attitude and actually hear uh, what we say when it comes to this, then, you know, there's a possibility that if you uh, basically have a right attitude about your um, eating or really starts, in, you know, a right attitude about your thinking towards eating, then, you know, not only could you help yourself, you could probably help somebody else. Right. <laughs> and so uh, bad eating habits, like, like Tori mentioned, you know, you can affect your children. So even mm -hmm. when our children, like one thing with our son, you know, we didn't introduce him to juice. We didn't want him to get uh, really just, I'll say, strung out on juice because those sugars that they put in them are so addictive. Um, right. And yeah, so we just those like he was saying, those sugars are so addictive and how damaging it is. Um, so it was just certain things that we just didn't do with him, mm -hmm. like we said with with the juice. But one thing I want to point out is that uh, entertainment and health can also go hand in hand, because you know uh, I know I always joke about it. You know, the reason why children love pizza because they see it's always cartoons. They're always eating pizza, <laughs> and so really just that influence and um, just really how entertainment and in health can work together. Because how many times do you know? You come together. My grandma used to always say food brings families together, which is nothing wrong with it. But let's change the food that we're eating. You know, like let's eat and then go outside and play a game of football. Or, well, not football, but do something active, you know, together. Um, so, yeah, just how those work together and, and can attack the family. Because, you know, I've it's been times where I just wanted to go to my grandma's house because I knew she was going to have fried chicken at her house. And what I was what was I going to do? I was going to eat it. But it was. <laughs> 
but it's just the um just those bad habits and things that as you know and, and I think about it you know even if my grandma changed you know how would that affected me mm-hmm. with my children instead of like okay we don't have to have fried chicken tonight we can bake it and, and it's just an example that's all so and our next point is a attack on the family is education in the capitalist system I'll let you start okay you Okay, so one thing that is really an attack on the family is the public education system. And I won't, um, there are benefits to homeschooling your children and being responsible for your child's education. You know, we don't have to just send our children out to the to these public schools because the thing is, you don't know these teachers, you don't know what these children are being exposed to, you don't know what other children in those classrooms are being exposed to. And many times, those teachers can have more of an influence than the parents and the thing is is that you don't even know what those what those teachers are pouring into your children because the education system is so much more than giving them that the just the um um just knowledge you know they're giving them a whole lot of knowledge they're teaching them about families you know i remember um, I had a class marriage and family that I wanted to take in high school. My dad said, nope, I'm supposed to teach you about family. And I couldn't take it. And there is, um, but even outside of not taking that class, I learned a lot about families from my teachers, uh, things that they did, uh, traditions that they had with their families. And yes, it influenced me when I became uh, a mom until, you know, I started making an exchange. But as parents, we have to realize that that is an attack on our families. Like even my husband's mom, let me slow down, she's a teacher. And some of the books that she was sharing with us that was suggested that she should read to her class was full of, you know, the redefinition of family, full of feministic ideas, full of, you know, uh, just these pronouns now that, um, full of, uh, 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 I'm trying to, how people can choose their pronouns now. And she teaches fourth grade. So if they're doing that in kindergarten, in elementary school, what are they doing in high school and up? And so that is an, a huge attack on our families to make sure. And so as ambassadors, you know, we have to make sure that we take a stand and educate our own children and don't believe the lie that we can't educate our own children. We can't fall for that lie that, you know, schools, they need to be socialized at schools. Well, they go to school and the teacher tells them, well, you're a reflection of your parents. Uh, duh, you're socializing them. And so we have to under, we can't fall for those attacks. Like just, just simple little things that have been passed down for so long. People have taken those and made so many major decisions that how they're going to raise their children and don't even realize that that's what they're doing. Um, and children spend more time at school, daycare, before care, after care, any type of child care you need nowadays, they have it. And so, you know, especially up until the eight and you can jump in anytime, up until a child is five, you know, once that child turns five, this is what the research shows. It just says that that's who that child is. And so those first five years are so critical, especially if we want with, I won't say we want being that we're going to instill kingdom principles into our children. You know, if you send that child to daycare at six weeks and they get junk with them in them from the time they're six, six weeks to five. And now you're wondering who is this child is right before you will you sent them to daycare since they came out the womb. And, and, you know, we're not knocking, like if you have to send your children to daycare, if you have to use public education, then that's different, but you know, we can't just fall. We have to understand what's going on in those school systems so yeah go ahead I, sorry <laughs> and, and we say all this not to because we know as ambassadors we're supposed to go into these different world systems yeah. that we're supposed to go in and present uh light um so as those who are living as ambassadors as they're working in the education system as you're working in these you know these different areas these different daycares we know that you know that you may bring a different idea. The only issue is, and what my my my, um, my wife is saying, Elder Tori, that uh, a lot of what is happening is really redefining the way that families are designed by first looking at um, their influence, that which is cultivating their belief system and the way that they think. So the way that they process information, if it's not presented a certain way, then they're basically 
not going to receive it. That's why they don't receive from their parents. <laughs> because they're now in a, a atmosphere where they're supposed to sit down and learn. And, you know, when they get home, you know, they're not listening to their parents because their parents are not in their position of a teacher. You know, uh, everybody doesn't have a father like what Elder Tori was saying about her dad telling her she was going to teach her about family. I mean, I took marriage and family. I took these uh, these different classes that basically that did case studies. <laughs> That's basically how they figure out what's best for people is by case studies, trial and error on everything. You know, you have these people who are great philosophers, you know, well, they quoted this, they said this. And that's, a, you know, that's supposed to make uh, a person qualified to, you know, to teach your child because right. they go to school and learn about these things. So it's not that we have uh, just, try, well, I should say we're not trying, excuse me, to say that every teacher is bad or every right, school yeah. system is bad um, because we know that there are some, like I say, there are individuals out there who are doing some good things in these systems but the system you know if it's not uh completely conformed to uh elohim's way or, or his school of thought if it's not conformed to you know the kingdom and what the kingdom produces what the kingdom promotes then what you have is a, a kingdom that is not fully devoted to producing a lifestyle that is a, a reflection of who Yeshua was in earth or a reflection of the culture of that place, that country of heaven. And you have, again, you have total rebellion. You have um, these different ideas that are being produced because we know that the old serpent has, uh, he's the one that came to kill, steal, and destroy. You know, right. it was him. So, and then we can't, another thing, we can't blame everything on him. You know, when kids do wrong, oh, that's the devil. That's this, that's that. You know, when... <laughs> If we look at um, Cain and, and Abel, all right, it was once Adam fell, and we're actually getting into it. Yeah. Should we go ahead and hit the next one before I hit this? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let me say this. I'll say, I'll say this. You can't blame everyone, because we're getting into it on, on this next slide, but you can't blame everything on the devil because uh, man is now in a fallen state, Okay. And so because man is a fallen state, man is now producing children that are in, I won't say in a fallen state, but now have a dead nature, okay? Um, they have a dead spirit. So what they have is um, everybody can't, if you're not born again, especially, you, you can't hear from um, Elohim. You know, we know it's the Holy Spirit that draws. So when the Holy Spirit is drawing somebody, you know, getting them, wants to get them to that right standing with the Father, then what they're doing is um, the Holy Spirit is, is being that governor, is being the one who is conforming them to that, that country, that place of heaven to be a citizen so that they can live by those laws and have uh, that reflection in their life that shows that um, they study the scriptures, <laughs> you know? Um, so when uh, kids are really being, uh, I should say, rebellious, you know, you, you do have to look at that, that dead nature. You do have to look at uh, just how, you know, we are born today. But the thing is, is not to, I should say, use it as an excuse because we know that we're supposed to train our children. That's what we're supposed to, we're supposed to discipline them. And a lot of what children receive, you know, scripture talks about when they get older, you know, the teaching that um, it won't depart from, it's talking about that teaching to still be in them. You know, they can rebel, you know, that they can do different things that are um, against the, the will of the father because everybody has their own will, but what you taught them is still in them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're making a choice, okay? And um, a lot of the influence that we actually have on our, uh, our children, you all, you'll see it in our habits, like what we do, because with the family, everything is supposed to be integrated. But with school systems, as Tori was talking, my, my wife, Elder Tori was talking about, it's trying to take the children away from the family, okay? that before care after care i mean when do you see your kids you know when are you being an example for your family if you're never around mm -hmm. okay so that's what we, we have to focus on and getting into it uh, we really want to get into the, the word and not just look at you know what's wrong but we'll never do anything or teach anything without giving you a solution without giving you a foundation that you can use for your life and so that's why we're going to look at the original family according to scripture. 
And, you know, I used to always wonder why Dr. Larry always went back to the beginning, Bereshit Genesis, because in order to, well, once you understand the beginning, um, you understand, then you understand the intent. Like my wife used to always tell me once she met, <laughs> once she met my parents, then she understood me. <laughs> she always says that um, because she understood like, this is the household that I came from. This is how we did things. So she was like, oh, I understand why you think like this or why you do this now. And it was the same thing for me. Like when I look at uh, her parents, like um, now I'll go ahead and say it because <laughs> my wife, her work ethic, I, you know, it is, it's, I'll say it's top tier because I haven't seen anything like it. But when I look at her parents, like they work a lot. And I was like, I, I didn't know, you know, people work like this, but uh, that's where her work ethic came from was when I saw her parents. Um, I mean, cause my wife would, would spend, and I'll say this, my, my wife, I would come visit her while she was in college because we 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 knew each other. I'll say that we knew each other in college. <laughs> um uh and she would spend most of her time studying, spend most of her time working on, you know, her, this organization that she found to spend a lot of time just focused on school, you know. So um Okay, and so one point that I want to pull out with that is that just the influence that he's mentioned that, you know, and a lot of times society will tell us that you know, parents don't influence or, you know, parents can't influence their children. Well, that's, that is a point in that, you know, even if you look at the scriptures, if you look at Jacob, also known as Jacob, said that right? Mm -hmm. Yes. He taught Yosef, which is Joseph, and those skills that his father taught him when he was working, I believe it was Potiphar, I think that was his name, you know, he asked him, you know, how did he know this stuff? And he talked about how his dad taught him. And so it's so important that as ambassadors, we understand our position as parents, you know, so we can go ahead and go into our um, next point, unless you want to add. Yeah, and the thing I want to add is, you know, some people are, now you contradicting yourself. First, you said the school's, um, influencing them that now you're saying the parents influence them. which one is it well the thing is is that when it comes to that school to education system when it, there are different types of influence so you can influence kids in different areas a lot of times habits that come from the parents yeah. uh skill sets that come from the parents because or you know the uncle or family member that they're around they're able to do things because they watch it I look, I look at my son and like <laughs> we saw him one day just putting up clothes you know ran, randomly he's only a one-year-old and I'm like, why is he doing this? But he always sees my wife putting up clothes. <laughs> he just walked through there, <laughs> grabbing some clothes and just putting them in the drawer. And uh, a lot of that came from him just being around, you know, my wife. And that's another thing that, you know, we're privileged that um, my wife gets to stay at home with him uh, because then, you know, she's able to have that level of influence over him. And, and also just being able to, um, you know, teach our daughter and also teach our son. You know, he, he may not uh let's say get much right now but as he grows a lot of it you know he'll start to receive more all right so uh what we want to really deal with is the original family okay the, the purpose the intent of family what was the father's original plan this is how you get the precepts is going back to the beginning and getting that idea so you can understand the intent okay and you can filter these ideas once they become concepts of uh, through once you have it well they're really you're getting the kingdom concept so that way you can have a better understanding of scripture and how to navigate the word okay and what i mean by navigate the word is using the word for your benefit and uh in your life okay because a lot of people can get a concept from scripture but they don't get the full concept you know they, they may just get a, a just a piece of it you know just an idea it's like reading um just the first paragraph of a book that's it <laughs> you know you have an idea of what it's about but you can't tell anybody everything else that the book is about you know you didn't know that this happened when it happened how it happened you just know it maybe happened according to the idea from the book and so we don't want to be like that you know when we're out here living as ambassadors we don't want to be uh trying to piece stuff together mm -hmm. you know we want to have the whole thought the whole idea so that we can be a whole representation mm -hmm. of the father okay and so Let's look here. The, the purpose, the intent of the original family. You can go. And Elohim said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and, the, and over the birds of and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over all the creeping cre creatures that creep on the ground. And Elohim created man in his image and in the image of Elohim, he created him. 
male and female, he created them. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. So here we see that the father's original idea for uh, the family it contained in uh, Bereshi, we see here in verse 27, uh, male and female. You know, he created them. Okay, so, um, and it says right before, he created man in his image. And it, this is referring to Ish uh, and Isha, so the male and the female. So when he created them in his image, it was his character and um, his, what should I say, the way that he is, okay? So his very being. Now, when it came to the likeness, that was their dominion, you know, according to our likeness. So it's talking about here to rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all, all the earth and over all the creeping creatures that creep on the ground. This was dominion. They possess dominion, not to rule over each other, but to rule over the earth, okay? So because we have dominion in the earth, we know that the father has given us a delegated, I guess I'll use this word. I don't know if it's made up or not, kingship. <laughs> because we are, <laughs> we are delegated kings in the earth. Right. And that's what it's saying. So even though, and people try to use this and say, well, you see there, now we equals. No, because even though we are created beings in the earth, we still have a role in the family because you look at the body that we were placed in, as we talked about before, it shows what we were designed for. And so with being in different bodies, you know, we now have, even though we both possess dominion, like me and my, me and my wife both could, could um, what should I say, cast out a demon. It's not like you need to go get a man to do it or go get a woman to do it because, you know, she's just so spiritual. That's not it. We're, we're both been given a, a dominion on this earth. All right. So the thing that um, we're looking at here is that because we've been put in different bodies, we have different roles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I can't have a baby my wife doesn't carry seed okay so uh, you have to look at our assignment as uh created beings in the earth uh when it comes to the the bodies that we were placed in you know it it gives us an idea of what what we are to do in the earth okay because the father he doesn't you know people trying to say that the father made mistakes you know Mm. i wasn't supposed to be in a man's body you know um so a, a woman say I, I wasn't supposed to be in a woman's body now they trying to be a man then some of them try to reverse back okay so it's it's just a lot of confusion we know that the old serpent is the author or really the creator of fusion mm-hmm. confusion i'm sorry it's a lot of confusion he's a creator of confusion all right he wants people confused just right. discombobulated and you know get into a state of depression and now you know they don't know what they want to do they, they agree with these people now they agreeing with these people now these people shining them you know it's just nothing that the father wanted in the earth is just man's ideas thriving and being produced through uh demonic you know demonic activity demonic ideas that constantly keep replicating because nothing is new under the sun these ideas existed in scripture it talks about witchcraft and divination and uh people who who were uh in, in corinthian you know it talks about a man who was sleeping uh with, with his mother so there are different things in scripture Oh, his father's wife. Yeah. I'm sorry. That, that's what I mean. So just these different ideas about how family can be lived. And I mean, none of this is new. It, all of this ha- has happened before. But the issue is, is that so many believers don't have knowledge of the scripture. They don't have not. They, they don't know this. They, they don't understand that all they need is to put themselves in a place to where they can hear from the Holy Spirit and really spend time in the word to get these ideas and they won't fall victim to a lot of the old servants attacks because what they're falling victim to a lot of times is ignorance mm-hmm. okay and and just one thing that's kind of that's coming up real quick is that you and know we can end on this okay yeah um we'll definitely have to do a part two because we, we got a lot more slides <laughs> <laughs> um but one thing that I wanted to bring up real quick as we talk about um, just this scripture and we were made in his likeness and his image and he created everything, you know, in the beginning. It talks about he made male and female and he created them. And one thing that I wanted to point out is that a lot of things that we talked about, especially the humanistic ideas and just so many of man's ideas that have been um, that people have accepted and they have, you know, made it their convictions, their precepts, um, their part of their belief system. But a lot of it, you know, one thing that scripture tells us is that man is tempted by their own desires. And so a lot of this thing, a lot of this, a lot of this is that we have to realize is that these ideals were by, were 
these ideas came from somebody trying to please themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they spread these ideas and other people have accepted them. They heard it. They liked it. They agreed with it. And they, you know, put it in their in their think tank, you know. And so it's so important that we can't just go off of what we feel. You know, feelings are temporary. We can't just go out. And, and we also have to realize that every thought that comes to our minds is not our thought. And, and not trying to go too far off, but just trying to bring it back to that point is that, you know, we have to go back to the father, you know, we can't please ourselves and please the father, but if we please the father, you know, we'll, if we please the father, you know, we'll be pleased as well, you know, we have joy from living the father's life living the father's will in our lives, you know? Um, and so I really just wanted to bring that point around is that, you know, Satan is using ideas that make people feel good. You know, it's that saying, I don't know if they still say it, but you only live once or, you know, the do what makes you happy. But a lot of these, these feelings that people are searching for, for happiness is destroying families. You know, because other people are replicating it. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is, is that we constantly always have to uproot ourselves. But the thing is, is that we're not doing it just for us. You know, we're pleasing the father. But the thing is that the father has an assignment for us. And as ambassadors, we make heaven, make earth look like heaven. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, the father wants all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of truth. He don't want us out here. You know, I've heard so many people that you know, chase happiness or so many people who actually, you know, transition from one gender to the next. And a lot of them commit suicide or a lot of them, you know, they're just not happy. They're, they're searching their happiness. And, you know, the, the devil tricked you, the devil tricked you and here you are and he's not even helping you in your sadness. So really just kind of wanted to leave it on that point. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And what Elator is saying, we must understand the purpose of the family to yeah. understand why there is an attack on the family. And that's going to lead us to our next slide. Once we have time to do it, we're going to deal with the Hebrew word for family and why it's so important. Because when we're looking up definition of terms, again, we don't want to pull them from the concepts of the world, but pull them from the concepts of the kingdom. Because the kingdom is, you know, it's just, just, uh, let me slow down. The kingdom, the country, the place of heaven is its own place, which has its own government. Okay, it has its own culture, its own code of ethics. It has a, right. um, here on earth, we were given um, a kingdom economic system. So all of that is a part of, you know, when we're talking about kingdom, you know, it's the laws, the precepts, the systems, um, all, all of these which help the, the kingdom function and we're able to use them here on earth for our benefit if we use appropriate for our lives, okay? So with that being said, um, you ready to do Oh, with that being said, uh, we didn't tell y'all to go ahead and like the video. So make sure you go ahead and like it, you share it. And if you have not subscribed to our channel, go ahead and subscribe. There is fresh content going up every single week. Uh, This is a reminder, you know, join us for prayer school on Tuesdays. And also um, teachings go up on Thursday, Sunday, and Sunday evening. So we hope that you'll join us again and we speak shalom. Shalom.